Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, Texas and beyond. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We are on the road again today. We're at a new restaurant in the Arlington Highlands that, uh, you know, gosh, it seems to be uh, lighting up the social media. Uh, five stars on Yelp already. Adam Gertler is here from doghouse beer garden adam are you the one posting all those reviews i'm not i'm doing none of the posting and i'm very happy to see that we're uh i think about 25 reviews we've only been open about a week or so but yeah five stars right now um you you know we have about 35 dog houses right now and you'll be hard pressed to find one with less than four and a half stars on yelp we really take that seriously we manage reviews we respond to reviews if guests are disappointed we definitely answer that so we, you know, we take both the positive and negative reviews, and um, we love that our food is really attractive. So people like to post social media pictures. Yeah. Uh, you're responsible for this, uh, the, what the food looks like, right? Um, I'm somewhat. I'm on the culinary team. There's other people, and Doghouse was existing before I became involved. I became involved uh, in about 2013. Um, so six years now, uh, and Doghouse was just starting. It was before they became a, a franchise. And then I came on. I had had my own uh, little brand of sausages called Gertler's Worst. Mm-hmm. So I joined them and kind of with the intention to make all the sausages and hot dogs proprietary so that all the blends, all of our links are only ours. You can't get them anywhere else. So, uh, and then beyond that, I do, I do participate in helping develop our LTOs, uh, when we do these um, uh, LTOs for No Kid Hungry, which is a limited time offering, I work with chefs um, to develop special menu items, and some of them even make it onto the permanent menu. Like right now, we have one called the T-Mex, which was developed last year with famous Dallas chef Dean Fearing. And he had this idea, and he was like, well, Adam, I think what it is is uh, it's, a, it's beef <laughs> chorizo and a hot dog and pepper jack cheese and roasted garlic and cilantro. And I'm like, yes, Dean Fearing, I'm going to make that. That sounds like a good Texas hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just went and made it. And that was the coolest collaboration because he didn't tell me what to put in it. He just said what he thought it was. And we made this collaboration. It was so delicious that it made to the permanent menu. So we're really lucky like that. uh, Adam, the number one seller of hot dogs in America is 7-Eleven. How have you – first of all, when are you going to take over that spot? (laughs) How have you made hot dogs – a, a big, uh, a whole theme to build a restaurant around. We have said for years that you know hot dogs you know, were a good snack item, but they weren't an entree. You right. made it into an entree. Yeah. Well, I think um, we definitely don't want to um, unseat Seven Eleven because I don't think it's our interest to just serve more. I think it's more of our when people uh, get one of their hot dogs. They want something that's more custom, and, and so they they want something better. Yeah, exactly. And I think we just saw that like hot dog, a hot dog can be as cheap as you want it to be because you can make a hot dog with very little meat and very poor quality meat with a good amount of fat and phosphates. And that sounds like what most Texans are looking for. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. (laughs) Um, But we, uh, you know, we just thought if we elevated it, made it with a little bit of a better quality meat with more meat, um, fresh spices, like in my hot dog mixture, there's fresh garlic. There's a little bit of pickling spice. Uh, and you taste the difference. I mean, when you taste it, it's like a piece of charcuterie, you know. Um, and then we serve everything. As you can see here, we have some food coming out here. 
Um, and uh, it's yeah, all they served. can't see. Yeah, Adam. they can't. They can't see. They so can't see. Well, as you, you can see, as you can see. So here we have something called the Big D, which is actually a specialty sausage only for the Dallas market. It looks something like uh, what we would think of as a, a grilled, char grilled Polish with. Uh, some uh, cheese and sauces on it, something like that. Well, what it is is it's a it's a cheddar jalapeno sausage, okay. uh, smoked, and it's topped with a chipotle aioli, um, and then a green and red pepper relish, and then a little bit of cotija cheese, which is a Mexican cheese that's got a flavor akin to almost like a feta. And which dog is this? Uh, and that is the uh, that's a, the jalapeno cheddar sausage. A jalapeno cheddar sausage. This is this is like a Chicago dog gone to Texas, is what this uh, is. Kind this of. Is. We actually have one at this store called Too Shy too, which yeah. is our version of a Chicago hot dog. What uh, and now and, and talk about the bun because one thing that I know you've done is made a custom bun. Yeah, uh, go this. ahead, cut yeah, into that, cut into that, Stephen, because <laughs> I'm going to ask about the bun and then we're going to talk about the location. So here. what you see While is you it, cut it, in it's and get grilled a bun. Hawaiian bread. We use King's Hawaiian rolls. That's the sweet sourdough. Yes. When we talk about the Dutch's hamburger buns, the the buns and breads that are sweet sourdough, it's that kind of hot dog bun. Yes. So we have three of your classic King's Hawaiian dinner rolls uh, connected. So it's sort of like, it looks like these three modular cubes. And then we slice it down the side and we grill it on the cut side so it resembles... Uh, like a New England hot dog bun. Look, you can see that cheese oozing and dripping out of that thing like a bad boy. Steve, yeah, I, I, can, I can see the cheese. Yes. They can. But yeah, but yeah. Steve is attempting to negotiate right. the cohesion. When I say you, I'm here. talking to the gentleman in the room yeah, with me. I'm sorry to the he's, listeners who are making negotiating the cohesion. And I should say, you hear trucks going by. We are in Arlington Highlands, and I should have explained this right away. We're in Arlington Highlands at the new Doghouse Beer Garden on Bagpiper Way in yes. Arlington Highlands. And if you know where the new Cajun restaurant is, Walk-Ons, we are right behind Walk-Ons in the, uh, is that right? Yeah. Yes, right yeah, behind Walk-Ons. Right behind Walk-Ons on I-20 in the uh, in Arlington Highlands on I-20. There are several uh, doghouse beer gardens in Dallas-Fort Worth, but this Arlington We have one in location. Richardson as well yeah. that's open. This has been open the, for a couple this, years. This, this is the first this location is spi- on this the This is Karen spicy. County. That's this spicy. Is spicy. Spicy, okay, cheesy. Steve Wilson's eyebrows uh, shut up. The uh, what, this, what type of sauce is this on here? It's a chipotle aioli. Oh, yeah, chipotle no, aioli. aioli, and then the, the bun is sweet. And, yes. Um, so, so we, got, you know, knowing that the bun is sweet, we really try to make the toppings and the sausages very aggressively flavored. You know, not everything is spicy, but a lot of flavor to kind of balance with that bun. Uh, we're known for the bun. When you grill the King's Hawaiian bun, it gives a nice buttery crunch that yields to a really soft, sort of cushiony. Um, you know, wrapper for your dog or sausage or burger. Uh, as Were you the first to use the King's Hawaiian bun and grill it this way? This looks like something somebody should have thought of a long time ago. It, it is, but I think Doghouse was among the first among to the do first. it. You can see some other people that are kind of copying it now. Yeah. But we were definitely the first. We started, the first Doghouse opened in 2010 in Pasadena, California. Yeah. And, and um, when the original, the partners, Hug Up, uh, Kasim, and Andre, um, they were kind of coming up with their, their hot dog concept, and they stumbled upon this as like an accident. And the that grilled Hawaiian bread has become a signature of Doghouse. It is like, you know, beside the sausages and everything else, it is really one of the things that sets us apart. Man, I can't believe I didn't have this when TC was in the Rose Bowl. This would have <laughs> we, we were at the cafeteria. Can I cut you a one, too? Are you going to be able to try some of this? Uh, well, I want to try your other. You, you brought out some other items because you do have more than hot dogs that oh. you want to let us know. Look at that. One, oh, one, one of the things I'd like to mention is I like the ratio of, of hot dog to bun. 
I mean, a lot of times you'll get like hot dogs and that are kind of narrow and and you got way too much bun versus yes. meat. And this well, is our this risk. sausage right here, I think, is about a third pounder. It's a big one. That's why we call it the Big D. Uh-huh. Um, so it's the largest sausage on the menu. And like I said, this one is only exclusive to the Dallas-Fort Worth market because even though we are um, a franchise group, we don't want to lose specific regionality. I'm sorry for the, you know, I'm sorry you can't see what we're, they brought up. <laughs> but you can see what, if what you go to doghouse.com or go to our Instagram do, at doghouse dogs. Okay. So, so talk in general, because doghouse to me kind of epitomizes the current trends in restaurants and what seem to be the millennial dining trends of a lot of sriracha, a lot of hot pepper, a mm-hmm. lot of combination of sweet and spicy. Yeah. Is that what's going on everywhere? And, and it, it seems like you've like taken everything in menu trends and loaded them all on one hot dog. <laughs> um, somewhat. I mean, you know, some, some items like uh, we also just brought out these Korean chicken wings, which are very on trend. Uh, those are a limited time only item that we were serving for the month of August. Um, and a dollar from the sale of every one of these wings goes to benefit No Kid Hungry. So we work with a different chef when we come up with these LTOs. I mentioned the Dean Fearing sausage before from last year. Yeah, These chicken wings um, are tossed in Chef Chris O's um, K-pop sauce. Mm-hmm. which is a gochujang-based, mm-hmm. um, slightly sweet, slightly um, spicy. Gochujang is a, is a fermented uh, chili paste, so it has depth of flavor. And then we put a spicy mayo on top of those wings. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, uh, furukake, which is the Japanese seasoning. So it's sort of inspired by Korean, Hawaiian, Japanese, a lot of that going on. And that is very trendy in food right now, but there's a reason for that. There's... You know, a lot of Asian food has tremendous depth of flavor. And when you introduce that to some of our classic foods, like hot dogs or burgers, right. you just get some incredible things that well, happen. We had the, the, the uh, California burgers that came over, the Hollywood burger and places sure. like that, that would, that would, uh, that would bring the, the, the different, uh, you know, like you, were, like you were on Melrose or someplace in LA, <laughs> they, would bring, they would bring the California. But this is the most, this is the most thoroughly developed menu that we've seen of something like this and and the fact that you're using how many different sausages do you use how many different custom sausages? there's about eight custom sausages you have a turkey you have a vegan what else uh eight sausages and then we have a turkey dog and then a hot dog so that's 10 uh and then we also have two beyond sausages so maybe we're at 12 yeah. right now yeah um is it so beyond the wheat based or is it beyond um i think it does have wheat in it yeah. i think it does i think our impossible patty does not have wheat anymore there is wheat in the beyond uh, we the, do have beyond brought, burgers were made with wheat i thought so. not the new blend the new blend they're okay. not now okay. Okay. um they were but then impossible 2.0 no, is, is actually okay. gluten-free okay that's because that was such a demand such a such an important change. Um, so I'll just also point out you have a burger here. Now, as yeah, we he, mentioned, he's brought us a burger. It's on four Hawaiian rolls mm-hmm. uh, together, grilled as a bun. And it's a patty with cheese and onion rings, barbecue sauce on it. And bacon. Um, and bacon. This is the kind of uh, nice cowboy burger you would get in a uh, in a typical you know hamburger restaurant, except it's on a Hawaiian bun. Exactly. And it's got a little more flavor to it. Well, I just finished one of the wings. It was very, very good. Steve, and the thing that Steve I really... is moving in, by the way. Right. He like <laughs> yeah. yeah he, I could tell from the look in Steve's eye right. that he would like to have his personal table. And um, and if you and how late 
How late do you open? You open until 10 or 11? I think we're open to 11 in this location. Steve, you can only stay oh. until 11. Okay, well, I, I, it was the, the wing was really juicy. That's the other thing. I These mean, wings up. are incredible. Uh-huh. And now, you know, much like I mentioned before, these are another LTO. We've never served wings at Doghouse before. And now we are probably going to be serving these wings as well as a version of like a buffalo and maybe some others. Um because they're so amazing. I mean, they're delicious. We serve them with this miso ranch. Uh, they're they're battered in a very light um, starch-based batter. Um, and that's, you know, not, I'm not sure that a lot of people know that, but when you fry something, if you really want a really crispy, nice batter, you go with a very thin batter. Mm-hmm. You don't want something that's like a pancake batter. You want it to almost be like water. It should almost just coat it. And that's how you get that shatteringly crisp. And when you want a wing... You want the wing. You don't want an excess amount of breading. It's not a piece of fried chicken, right, where you where you want that a lot I, of the bread. You I, just want to enhance the crunch. I don't want to fight a wing at all. I'm an anti-wing guy. I, yeah. I, I'm a wing. I'm a total wing denier. I think they're not worth a fight. Oh, oh I, I hardly disagree. <laughs> in fact, let me just a, in case in point, I'm going to dip this flat here. Yeah. And then I'm going to show you how little you have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He's... He's going. Yeah, he's going for the whole wing. <laughs> he's put it in his mouth and pulled out just the bones. One stroke. <laughs> so, uh, and that was the flat. Adam Gertler of Doghouse Beer Garden, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And mm-hmm. we'll end. The nearest hospital is like two exits up, in case the chicken bones get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, oh. This is okay. So you you brought us some really remarkable sausages, uh, interesting burger, some very unusual wings. Um, oh, now we've got some more dogs coming out here. Yes, what are the, we do. What are the, what are, this looks like the uh, color panorama. Uh, you're, you're, um, you got to post this picture on your website right here because these look gorgeous. Yeah. We have three hot dogs right here. We have the SoCali, the Cowboy, and then the T-Mex Sausage. Um, so the SoCali is talk, kind of like talk our signature. Talk while we take pictures. Mm-hmm. The SoCali is our signature dog, and that's a beef hot dog, and it's topped with a spicy basil aioli. Avocado, tomato, crispy onions, uh, and it's just, I mean, how Cali is that, right? It's also got a little bit of arugula on the base. So you've got really complicated plating and presentation here. How how tough is it to get all these dogs uh, cooked, you know, know, uh, dressed, plated, and presented the way that you want them? I mean, these look like they're... Just picture perfect. I mean, we try to make everything so it can be executed in about four minutes. Yeah. You know, including the burgers from Raw. The sausages and the hot dogs, we try to keep them, like, warm in, like, a steam drawer. Um, We try to keep them just at about 140 degrees so that we can finish them on a grill. And they don't take, you know, eight, nine minutes. Uh, The cowboy we have here um, is a bacon-wrapped dog topped with cheese sauce, crispy fried onions, and barbecue sauce. Okay, I'm cutting into that. (laughs) Steve's going to have to have some of that, too. Right, because you got to try our beef dog. We are a dog house, and you'll taste the difference. Now, you mentioned 7-Eleven before, and listen, there are some hot dogs where you can get a package of 10 for a dollar. Yeah. Sometimes at some point— You don't want those. you got to ask yourself, do I really want this? Just because I can do it, should I do it? And why are you paying more for a hot dog? Like, you you need to ask— what, was, what does food cost really mean? Like, you know, you, if you want good quality, um, you know, you should look at what's in your food. Okay, so you're now the James Beard of hot dogs. What, uh, <laughs> what, has, uh, what was the hot dog that you loved growing up? What do you remember about hot dogs? What's the hot dog of your, of your childhood that, Easy you, that question. you grew up with? Easy question. So I'm from New York. Yeah. I'm from Long Island. Uh, and my family's Jewish. 
So we would get Hebrew National hot dogs from our local deli. Which we get at Costco now. Well, well, you don't really get them at Costco okay. because the kind you get in Costco are skinless. Okay. But the kind I would get growing up had that natural sheep casing. That snap. And that snap. And as a kid, I didn't know what it was, and I only ate them with ketchup. But, man, if I didn't love that Hebrew National hot dog, I still think it's probably the best out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my hot dog spice flavor is is a bit of an homage to that. I use pickling spice, mm-hmm. which is used in a lot of, like, Eastern European curing of, like, think corned beef, think pastrami, those kind of meats, those pickling spices of mace and bay leaf and even a little bit of cinnamon and peppercorns and mustard seeds. That's all in the distant background of the hot dog. If you slice some of the hot dog and just try the meat, you know, you could really taste that flavor. Now, this one is, of course, wrapped in bacon and topped with cheese and all that. But Your, your plastic knife almost didn't cut through Yeah, that. I know. It's, it's a pretty sturdy one. There. I wanted to show you this one, too. Now, this is called the T-Mex. This is that one I mentioned before that was that Dean Fearing collabo. Yeah. So this is the it, – it, so the, it's we actually take the mixture from the beef hot dog and then beef chorizo mixture, right. combine them. So it is sort of a beef chorizo hot dog, mm-hmm. and then it's stuffed with pepper jack cheese. You could see um, roasted poblano chilies in there, which are kind of mild. I don't know about the avocado on there. There like is avocado, avocado as well, coleslaw, pickled peppers, and green chilies. Okay, well, I'm going in. Go in, <laughs> go in for that one. Steve's going to have some, yeah, more, yeah. some more of this. Yeah. What up? So, yeah, lunch, dinner, what are your crowds busiest? What are people in Arlington, Texas, ordering the most? Tell us what's distinct about Arlington from other locations. Well, the uh, uh, so far, we're, we're pretty new in the opening, so I'd say the sales mix is kind of like all over the place. But, uh, you know, people are coming in for the hot dogs and sausages now because we're, we're called Doghouse and they want to see what it's all about. Texas is certainly a sausage state. You know, I, I fell in love with barbecue about 20 years ago. Um, hey, here's Ron Ryan is here. He's actually the owner of this franchise. Ron. He's brought I, us some sort and of And I'm going to ask him. He's a little off mic, but uh, I want to ask you, um, so far since this store has been open, have yeah. you seen anything different compared What's to the What's distinctive here? Store? What do people order the most? Lean down close to the mic and tell us. Ron Ryan's the, the owner of this franchise of Doghouse Beer Garden. Uh, right now, everybody is, seems to be uh, sampling the uh, sausage and hot dog category because yeah. that's really what differentiates us from you know, what they might consider other burger Is places. there a particular dog there? I mean, are they getting the jalapeno cheddar? Or are the jalapeno are they going for the hot is stuff? It's a big seller, the Das Brat, because it's something that's familiar. It's something that's familiar with the, the, the bratwurst. Das Brat, um, yeah. And, of course, uh, the Cowboy and the Old Town are big sellers in the uh, house dog category. Well, we're talking, we're talking with Adam Gardler and then Ron Ryan's owner. Thank you very much, Ron. Adam, Adam, you talked about Texas being a big sausage state. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I know you've been on both coast, both coasts. You grew up in New York. Now you're in California. The thing is, you know, Texas was settled by Germans who brought sausage. Yeah. And so the the great uh, the German tradition of sausage mixed here with the chorizo tradition. Yeah. And that's what you now have, uh, the, the barbecue tradition, the meat market. Some of the meat markets in Central Texas, when you go to, I mean, Franklin has brisket. and But, you know, in the old days, when you went to meat markets, they might not have brisket. They might only have sausage. Right. Sausage was the, 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 the meat that they led with. And so you go to Gonzales or some of the great sausage towns, Gonzales, Lula, you have a great sausage tradition uh, here in uh, in Texas, some of that's finally started. Some of the hill country and central Texas barbecue traditions finally started to come north. And I mean, I would say until just a few years ago, there was Hans Miller sausage, and that was it. And people didn't know anything else except the one sausage they got at the state fair. And now people have become 
uh, absolute gourmet, uh, the connoisseurs of sausage, and they want to talk about all the different uh, the, you, the flavorings and the fillings and where'd you get it from. And, and we, we, well, I want to I want to speak to that a little bit because I fell in love with Kreitz's Market yeah. in Lockhart, Texas, oh, yeah. about 18 years ago, Best driving sausage. to California. Yeah, that's good sausage. Um, and then so. Brisket, yes, but it was more the sausage. I and then I had later had a barbecue restaurant in Philadelphia called the Smoke Joint, and we didn't have sausage there. Even though I remembered I love sausage, I just didn't make it. It wasn't in my wheelhouse at that time. Um, and then I started working. Um, I did a show on the Food Network called Will Work for Food. I had won their reality show, Next Food Network Star, and then they gave me a show where I traveled around the country, and I went to Louis Miller's Barbecue in uh, Taylor, Texas, and I actually worked the pits with them through the night. That was the gig, right? It was like, you do the job, and we made links, and then I'm like, man, this is, why did I forget about this? Why haven't I done this? Who does this? How do you make hot dogs? And then I just started doing it as a hobby at home and they were so bad when I would make them I became fascinated with how do you get that texture I'm following the recipe grinding meat putting it in the casing and it doesn't have that texture that feel and it turns out there's a lot to do with temperature and fat content that for some reason the books didn't include yeah, until fat that book content, definitely yeah until the book charcuterie came out and they cleared everything up yeah uh, and then once you kind of get the technique down then you're free to play with the flavors which is what we've done and developed uh, over the years with Doghouse. But really, my love for sausage particularly really started both with that Hebrew National Dog at home and th those Kreitz's Market sausages, which are still amazing. I know you've got to open the restaurant. Steve, go ahead. Uh, what casings are you using? Um, the beef dogs are actually skinless. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is, while it's not my preference, I love a natural casing. Diner preference? It is sort of a diner preference in that for a while we had both, and it's just see at a certain point, it's just, do we really need to have both? So I would really like to see the beef dogs with the casing come back in some capacity at some point. But also, um, the reason that they're skinless and we use pork casing on the other sausages is also has to do with the diameter. You mentioned the meat to bread ratio before. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we use a sheep casing on some of our LTOs and some of our sausages, we just found that the sausage was kind of getting lost in the bun a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really important. So sausages like the uh, chicken sake sausage and the T-Mex used to be in a sheep casing and now we've put them back into a pork casing, mm -hmm. uh, which actually keeps the sausage more moist too i find um and, and this one's called the that's the t-max right that, that was very spicy also yes uh so. yeah a little bit yeah uh -huh. yeah the, well, people are gonna ask which is the hottest uh you know the hottest we don't have here i think the hottest is probably the thai currywurst mm -hmm. so the hottest you didn't even bring us the hottest. no <laughs> no well we couldn't bring you everything <laughs> with right. this limited amount of time and then we have another burger over here called the mench yeah, I'll, I'll point out. There's another California the thing. Slaw. It looks like some sort of foreign pastrami. object on there. Foreign object. The foreign oh, object yeah. is foreign pastrami. Objects, yeah. mm -hmm. So it's basically a cheeseburger with pickles, pastrami, our secret sauce, which is like a Thousand Island dressing and coleslaw. So shades of the Reuben and yeah. cheeseburger in here, and it's called yeah. the Mensch, which is like a Jewish word for like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a Mensch. Yeah, when you're saying pickles, I mean it's like a bed of pickles. I mean yes. it's like. Uh, so we put three sliced dill pickles on there and that is that you're right it's the bed we use that technique for mm -hmm. our fried chicken sandwich as well mm -hmm. um yeah we have really good pickles yes yeah, so it's like a solid layer of pickle yeah but it's a thin layer yeah right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's wanna, the thing that it's like people you, judge you on that you don't want to be skimpy with the pickles uh, right people, no people say no 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 man they, they short show the pickles people <laughs> yeah. want a lot of pickles mm -hmm. no uh, you know when i go to a jewish deli 
I go through so many plates of half sour and sour pickles, which if you're not familiar, those are naturally fermented pickles, more like a kimchi or a sauerkraut, where the um, the vinegar, the acid taste is developed through lacto-fermentation. Um, and those pickles I'm completely addicted to, and because they basically are like very low-calorie, I will just like, you'll just eat so many of them, right? And you're thinking like, all right, I'll still have room for my pastrami sandwich. I'm just going to eat all these pickles, so... When you open your Fort Worth restaurant, come try Carson's Deli in Fort Worth. It's a 100-year-old, I, I won't say kosher, kosher-style deli, uh, the, uh, and it's, uh, but it, it, it's been around. It's a, one of the oldest restaurants in Texas. Carson's? Carson's. Carson's. David, David Carson. Okay. Was, uh, you know, the, the Carson family came down. The Carson and Chikosky family both owned it for several years, and... and uh, it uh, and their their Reuben is the the most famous. Oh Reuben. my God! That's I mean I think that is just the king of sandwiches. Yeah. Anytime you start with a grilled cheese, right, like a patty melt or a Reuben, and then you move on from there because a grilled cheese is already great. And you move up. And then you move up from there. In fact, next month we're doing a sandwich called um, Boo Boo's. Hot chicken grilled cheese with Chef Eric Greenspan, and that way we do we flip over this this burger bun so that the grilled part is on the outside, and then there's cheese inside, and then there's his version of like a Nashville hot chicken, so it's really spicy, fried chicken dipped in oil and then coated with spices, also with pickles and chipotle. The, the, the L.A. versions of the Nashville hot chicken with the hot chili oil are really yeah. better than ever. I'm glad those are coming, Steve. Well, yeah. well, they haven't brought any out, but I noticed there's a lot of taps back there also. You want to yes. talk about this? Beer garden? Yeah, it's a beer garden. So we have about, I think, about 30 taps. But the cool thing about these beer gardens, too, in Texas is that we have a full liquor license. We have, uh, uh, I think, Jack Frost, on, uh, uh, which is a frozen drink. Margaritas, Frosé, which are all frozen beverages, plus a full bar. Uh, many beers. The thing that sets us apart as our beers is we serve only American beers. Uh, which is kind of funny yeah. when we consider that we have a, a German-sounding German name. name. Yeah. But we do domestic and craft beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always been kind of signature. So the beers tend to be local to wherever the doghouse is, but also national brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the case. Not not too many foreign ones, which is, you know, just something that, you know, we're, we're an all-American restaurant. And, and, you know, the concept, burgers and dogs, is very all-American. And we're just kind of elevating this simple thing you know the simple thing that we most of us love steve i have a couple of food notes to talk about okay go ahead there they, we always we're kind of over the big food news of the week and there's a couple of things to mention uh dfw restaurant week ends labor day mm-hmm. so you have a few more days left whenever you hear this for some uh, good deals at local restaurants 25 dollar lunches dinner for 39 or 49 dollars uh 20 of your ticket goes to lena pope charity and the big tips there are uh three dinners rise souffle Silver Fox and Kirby's, all $39 menus, mm-hmm. steaks at Rise, you get two souffles, you know, go to Rise, Silver Fox, Silver Fox or Kirby's before restaurant week runs out. Rise has a $25 lunch menu too. So look at DFW.com, read the story about DFW restaurant week. Also, August 30th, mark it on your calendar is the first Go Purple Friday in Fort oh, Worth. Yeah. If you wear purple, you get discounts because it's TCU football weekend. Every Friday of a TCU football weekend, you get if you wear purple, you get 20% off at Abuelos, at Fred's, at Taco Heads. You get free calamari at Capitol Grill. And the big bonus, you get a free Chick-fil-A at Chick-fil-A. So, <laughs> wow. You know, free Chick-fil-A is <laughs> just, right. just for know, that, wearing purple? That's, just for wearing that's, purple. That's yeah. rocking the page that's views. Friday, yeah. That's rocking the World Wide Web ever since I put that up there. Just, just the words free Chick-fil-A have made the foundations <laughs> shake. So. 
but it's every Friday of a TCU football game beginning August 30th. Go Purple Friday. So there's more about both those discounts and deals on StarTelegram.com, DFW.com. Follow me on at EatsBeat on Twitter. Follow Steve at TX Weekend Chef. Follow us both and read about us. Steve, do you have any other restaurant week? Uh, just that uh, we're going full bore, and uh, Susan keeps on making those reservations. <laughs> yeah, keep making reservations. And coming up, we'll have a dining newsletter, a weekly dining newsletter will be coming up so you can keep up with a podcast, the reviews, and the news all in one place. Follow us on DFW.com, StarTelegram.com. Thank you, Adam Gertler of Thank Dog you very House much. Beer Garden. And, 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 and I also want to mention, you can see all this food at Doghouse Dogs on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to put a picture or doghouse.com is the website to find the locations nearest you. And you allow reviews on Yelp, right? Oh, we, we <laughs> encourage reviews on Yelp. Bring it. We, we, I mean, like, we really love the feedback. And mostly, I'm so proud of this food. Like, it, are, I know you it's really delicious. are. You're more enthusiastic about this than almost anyone we've had. You're really enthusiastic about the dogs and the sauces and the cheeses. I, I have the best job here. in the world. I get to, like, my passion is my job. There's yeah. no separation between what I would be doing as a, my hobby and, like, what I get to do for work. Like, I, the, I, you know, this started off as a hobby, and then I joined with Doghouse, and now we we have like almost 40 restaurants around the country all serving our sausages. I mean, what is there not to be happy about? Thank you, Adam Gertler of Doghouse Beer Garden. You've made this fun. Until next week, <laughs> I'm Bud Kennedy and Steve Wilson.